Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Men's Secrets Exposed. I am your host, comedy magician Dwayne Hill, and uh, I am very excited today with this new season, season two, who we have. We have done a little bit of recasting from the old season. Um, some of the uh, previous season co-hosts are coming back. Some of them are not, but what I have found is an excellent, excellent co-host, a new female co-host, Miss Vanessa Zamora from Los Angeles, lovely, lovely golden city of LA. Miss Vanessa, say hello. Hello, everyone. Okay. Now, Vanessa um, Vanessa is an empowerment coach. She works with uh, men and women, but her primary focus is really helping women get over past issues or issues that she feels like have been holding them back. Um, when we were going through the recasting of the second season, you know, me and uh, Vanessa, one of my trips to LA, we kind of connected. We've been kind of following each other. And when I thought about it, I was like, you know, who could be a good female co-host? And, and after the other co-host fell out, I was like, you know, Vanessa would be good. So I reached out, talked to her about it. Uh, she was on board with the vision. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're, you're going to be a part of this. I really do think you have a lot to offer to the female listeners and also to the male listeners. You know I mean? And empowering um, female, I'm not, I don't want to steal your thunder, so I want you to get a little bit into your background here shortly, but uh, to, to kind of give male listeners a different perspective, right? Um, but more importantly, really given that the females, the female listeners a voice, I didn't want this to be all completely, you know, men, uh, talking, uh, great co-host, new co-host, Andrew, the first episode dropped with Andrew, uh, this week. Feedback has been great, but I definitely want this to be balanced. So, uh, Miss Vanessa, go ahead. If you want to give a little bit of background about who you are and, and things like that, I'm going to let you take the floor. Go ahead. Absolutely. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you so much for the introduction. And more importantly, I, I'm honestly very grateful for you and for reaching out and for this opportunity, because I think that there is a lot of information that and a lot of wisdom and a lot of experiences that I could share with a lot of people out there, both men and women, but mainly more my, my heart goes out to, to single moms, uh, women primarily and empowering women because, because a little bit about my background, uh, when I mean, I was married for about 17 years and I, I got with the father of my children from the time I was 13 to the time I was 30. Wow. And, and when I turned 30 and, you know, they say psychologists say that you're changing every five to 10 years, your, your mental space, physically, everything changes. And towards the end of like when I was like 26, 27, 28, I'm like, what am I doing? I yeah. feel like I'm being held back by this person. And I just, I, I, my soul was just screaming, get out of this marriage. And just like I told you a little bit earlier, though, having three kids with this man and being married, I was so conflicted. I, I felt like I was being held back by everybody. Like I was regretting having kids because I felt like my kids were holding me back from, from leaving, that I had to be stuck in this marriage. I was so conflicted. And then I felt like, you know, my, my, background religion christianity you have to you have to stay married because jesus hates divorce 
So I felt so stuck and trapped by society, rules, religion, and my own beliefs too. But more importantly, it was my own beliefs. And when I finally set the goal at the age of 30, okay, by the age of 30, get out for your own sanity. Because it, by that time, it became very toxic, verbally, physically, mentally abusive. Yeah. So I, I had to do everything I could to just get up and go for everybody's sake. Mm-hmm. For everybody's sake. Wow. Okay. So you, so, you're healing. Yeah. You're still healing through that, right? Or you feel Absolutely. like you feel like you're, you're, you've done the healing process. Yeah, I feel like the work never stops. To be honest, like there's a lot of empowerment coaches out there that are like, yeah, you know, this is what you got to do, and and I always keep it real with my clients. Like I will tell them what struggles I had last year. I yeah. I've kept it very professional, where I won't divulge during sessions or during working with them what i might be experiencing at that moment but anything that's fresh and recent it's yeah. very important to be transparent and not pretend that i'm somebody high and mighty that doesn't have daily struggles or that doesn't go through shit still till this day mm-hmm. because you know this we all know this everybody is a work continuous work in progress right absolutely i mean i even remember tony i've listened to tony you know as much as tony robbins talks and he goes and he does his presentations he's even said that you know, that there are times he's in the audience. I mean, he's on stage talking to the audience, but he'll learn about more things with himself as much as what he's giving the audience. So even for somebody like that on a global stage and, you know, had a Netflix documentary and uh, doing the things he's done, he is uh, definitely, and I mean, you know, he takes pictures when he's reading books. So he's still about self-help, self-education, self-improvement. Uh, getting better himself, and this—I mean—I think you know Tony is really the pinnacle, the the standard of personal achievement, personal empowerment there is. And yet, you can look at somebody like that after all of he's done, all he's accrued, all he's amassed, um, as many people as he's influenced and helped. I mean, even him, he still does things he needs to do to to, to try to better himself, even at that. You know, so I, right. I, it doesn't. You're right. I hundred agree with that hundred percent. The learning never stops. The learning never the stops. Learning. And the growing never stops. So we're going to kick off the. Co- uh, so that's that's great about your background. Now the the the, the feelings you have. I mean, um, we're kind of going off script, and that's okay. That's cool. That's that's the good thing about you know being self-employed and and your self-producer, right? So we're going off script. <laughs> we're going off script a little bit from what we were originally going to talk about the first show. Um, you brought up something, some feelings that you had, and I don't know how much you want to go into that, but I think it could be relatable to. A lot of moms out there or you know female uh, entrepreneurs out there you know or those women that are working a nine-to-five and are wanting to kind of I call crossover into Absolutely. being being self-employed Absolutely. a little bit so so go ahead yeah, and, go, go ahead and tell the listeners and, and, what that was <laughs> sorry about that go ahead go ahead it's cool yeah and and um I, I told you, Dwayne, how transparent can I be with you? And I said, you know what? It's important to be transparent with you, anybody that I'm working with and anybody who I'm sharing information with, because how else are we going to connect? How else are you going to know what I'm dealing with? How else can you have compassion and, and relate, right? Yeah. 100%. So this morning I, I told you, this is crazy, Dwayne. I honestly have not had this feeling of resentment and um, feelings of frustration and anger towards my children. And I'm like, I sound like as the words were coming out of my mouth, I sounded like I felt like such a messed up human being. Like, how could I possibly say that to my kids? 
And luckily now that I've done some of the work and I have the tools, the coaching okay. tools that right. so, I so use hang on, hang clients, on, hang like on, hang I on. use them on myself, literally. So I'll dive in deep. Like Vanessa, so why, Vanessa, back up. Yeah. For the, for the people that are listening, yeah. tell them exactly, if you don't mind, tell them exactly what you said to your kids. Absolutely. So yesterday we were shopping and, you know, I have teenagers. They're, I have, no, I have a 21-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 13-year-old. Uh-huh. And first we go to their braces appointment and, um, you know, it's a, it's a payment there. And then I go, the 15 year old wants to go shopping and then the 13 year old wants to go to party. So all these financial bills, right. Towards the kids. And I'm like, damn, like I'm doing this shit on my own. And I've, I've reached a place of empowerment where I'm like, I'm abundant. Swipe, swipe, swipe. I take care of my stuff with my kids. But yesterday these feelings resurged, like these old feelings of like, I'm doing this shit on my own. I gotta be, I gotta make more money. I gotta be more successful. And while shopping with my kids, I told them, I feel like you guys hold me back. Mm. And they all turned around and looked at me like, what? How dare you? Like they all snapped and, and rightfully so. And I'm glad that they did. Cause I got a huge reality check. Like, whoa, why did you just say that? Because as they're as I'm shopping and I'm spending, I'm like, you know what? I need to make more money. I live here in LA. I need to get, you know, I need to have this. And and sometimes keeping up with the Joneses really messes with my mind. Really. So, absolutely. He, living here in LA, the pressures of you know having that big house on the hills and you know looking a certain way, it gets to to you. And and I had to really dive in deep and circle it back. Like, why is this? Why did this just come out of your mouth? Mm-hmm. So I, I questioned myself. And I haven't had that feeling in over, what is it, 10 years Mm. when they were little and I was stuck in that marriage where I was stuck in that marriage and I would see my kids and I'm like, damn it, if I didn't have these kids, I could easily walk away from this guy. Mm. Now, now were you thinking at the time, um, were you thinking at the time, uh, as you were, you say you were doing swipe, 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 right? Were you thinking about the, 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 the feeling hit you, the money you're spending with the children could be going into an idea with your business? I'm sorry, say that again. The money that you were spending on your kids at the time, were you thinking that that could go into, could that be going into like an idea or, or something that you could be spending that money on to make, get yourself to a different level? Is that kind of what you think maybe triggered yes. some of that? It was a lot of things that triggered it. Uh, my my younger daughter's going into high school. So she's like, oh, what high school should I go to? This one, this one, or this one? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, damn it. Like, she has to go to high school. That means I'm stuck here in this in this valley again. And, and so that thought came up. Like, I could be traveling the world. I could be going all across country, pursuing different opportunities. Yes, I'm, I'm spending all this money. Where's the help from dad? Um all these, all these stupid thoughts came up, like, which, which triggered that feeling. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, Oh, and the time too, I spent all day literally running to, to, from Grace's appointment to shopping to this. And it's like, what could I have done today for me and my career to advance? And it, it sounds so selfish. <laughs> like as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm like, so literally they, they reality checked me and they said, you chose to have us. You chose the mate that you chose to have kids with. Like you did this. So why are you complaining? 
and my kids and I talk openly. We have a transparent, completely respectable relationship where I respect their opinion and I trust what they say. And I, and I, and I apologize immediately where I'm like, I am so sorry, you guys. I, I don't know why that came out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to ask you a question because there, so the male programming listening um, to what you're saying. All right. So Vanessa, um, what I was asking you was this, you know, you, I guess men would are listening to this, and I know what my male programming kind of kicked in and thought. Why is there this? Why do women put this obligation on themselves? That, and I know, I know, there's part of that nurturing, caretaking, natural spirit that women have, right? But why do you put it? Why do women, a, a lot of women, I should say, put this heavy burden of obligation? Why do you put these other people first so much, you know, and then when you put yourself first, you feel like you're being selfish because, you know, men, I mean, you know, you know, man, caveman brain is, you know, kids not bleeding, kid has food, kid isn't wet, kid is okay. <laughs> right. I mean, I know that sounds really overly simplistic, but for men that have any little bit of a somewhat caring for their for their for their child that's just the programming so why mm. is there this need that women feel like they have to go above and beyond to serve and then you've done this all these years and then you're sitting there and you're thinking about it and you're like you know I'm still in the valley I got to do this she's going to be going to high school she's going to want to keep up with you know, these people that might have a little bit more money and there's going to be the social pressure that I got to make her feel better so she doesn't get teased or she doesn't feel out of place. And I'm sure all that was kind of coming to a head yesterday, right? As you were going through, you were already shopping as it was. And right. what was you, you follow what I'm saying? So why is there this, I mean, I'm sure there's some women that they might have heard what you said on instinct to say, well, damn, that is kind of selfish. But... Right. How many, I mean, how many women do that? How many moms do that? Right? If There's most, so most, many. most yeah. women that consider themselves to be a good mom, they do that and they would hear you and they think, well, yeah, you're supposed to put your kids first and all that. Okay. That all that's cool. We're not arguing that, you know, a person shouldn't do that, but to the point that where you're doing it, okay, right there. So there's 15 and there's 21 and you're probably still helping a 21 year old some, with some things out every now and then. Um, right. Why is there this obligation that you have to take so much on? I guess that's my question. That's a good question. And I wonder if it comes from, um, so, so in part of coaching, right, you have to ask yourself. If you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card Productions venture. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar. Sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar. Additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or pickacardpro.com.